Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports crew. And that's right, friends. We're back for another Throwdown Thursday. Or, depending on you know how much hydration we may need over the course of the evening, maybe a Thirsty Thursday as well. You know how we do down here in the basement. Anyway, we got a couple things to get to. A little fun to have. Of course, a little NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs, and some rando news and notes. And then whatever else may come down the turn, pipe. Uh, during the course of an episode, so we're going to have a little fun with that. Man, I tell you what, dude, I, <laughs> we got to get everybody in here, and I tell you, man, uh, saw some shots of Deestead all dressed up and some finery uh, from this past weekend going to a wedding. I think he actually gave Tom Brady's Met Gala suit a run for the money, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I just, I just don't know if Giselle dressed you. Him, him, yes. You, probably not, but good job. <laughs> Looking sharp. <laughs> Looking sharp there, buddy. As Ichiro would say, oh, who is Tom Brady? Yeah, yes, Ichiro. <laughs> who? Who the F is Tom Brady? <laughs> uh, true story. True st- that made, dude, that, that made me laugh so hard. That was fantastic. Uh, anyway, well, uh, you know, we had a special request. Apparently, the, the snapping has also taken out D-Stats Woo. So we can't even go that direction tonight. But I have an alternative. I have an option here. I have an option here. This is not permanent, by the way. And we didn't rehearse and or practice or any of this. So if it's a big, you know, meltdown of fail, please forgive us. But I think... You know the Jungle Book, I want to be like you. But I'm thinking... I want to be like woo ooh ooh. You know what I mean? (laughs) Since you can't woo... <laughs> Maybe just like the It was random. Woo woo woo. Woo 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 woo. Yeah. <laughs> I love this song, by the way. I haven't heard that in forever. It needs some re- it, it needs some refining because we just did that sure. totally out of the out of the woo out of the blue. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but I, I really just wanted to play something from the Jungle Book. Apparently, I, I, I'm not I'm not mad at it. Yeah, yeah, I'm 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 a little under the weather, so I felt like yeah. uh, I didn't want to. I you know, I never want to half ass a woo, and uh, so I, I felt like you know I hate to break tradition, but a one week woo break. And then we'll be back at it next week. <laughs> One week um, woo break. And then next yeah. week you'll come back strong. Of course, of you course. It won't, I, I would it, never I, I couldn't I couldn't possibly, you know, deny people woos for two yeah. weeks straight. That's just that's no. just cruel. So we'll, we'll just give the teaser, but we'll go back. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like your it's like an instrumental woo for you to this week. Exactly. That's okay. <laughs> anyway, alright. Let's go. <laughs> Tragic. Tragic. Oh, let's go ahead and get McGuffin up in this piece. What's happening, bro? Brother, I'm doing a lot better than Yadier Molina is right now. Yeah. yeah. I think we all are at this point. <laughs> Dude, anytime you have, like, hematoma and crotch, you're in a bad zone. You know what I'm saying? God rest that man's balls, man. Whoa. And yes, I said balls. Out of the gate? Out of the gate. You, you said... Balls. Yeah. Two chips at the same time. Only if that nurse is with that kind of situation, buddy. <laughs> Bruh. I, I don't think my man's in that kind of shape right now. <laughs> no, probably not. Probably not. 
Dude, Goodness what was gracious. that? A, what was that? A hundred two mile an hour, roughly to the crotch, to the junk. Yep. Dude, Chris Bryant fouled it right into his junk, and <sighs> I think ah. maybe <laughs> that might be the the hardest hit outside of that cornhole tournament brawl. <laughs> 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 maybe, possibly. Oh, that was awful. Those idiots. Here you go. Right now. We will stop this tournament. This is stupid. <laughs> this is absolute. I like the random scream after she says that. Do you hear that? This is absolutely. <laughs> Who was that politician that did that? Oh, uh, Who... Howard Dean. Howard Dean is Howard Dean at this at this cornhole tournament. I'm just asking. I hadn't, I, for whatever reason, I'd listened to that clip a couple of times, and I don't remember hearing that. And then all of a sudden, there you go. <sighs> Here I was thinking we're gonna have to get her for a soundbite. We're gonna have to get the screen for a soundbite. This is stupid. There's our D-stat woo right there. <laughs> By, by the way, Mark, what in the hell happened with the Mets and the batting order, dude? What in the hell, brother? I don't know, man. It's, just, it's one game, but yeah, it's pretty inexcusable. How do you fuck that up? I mean, it's MLB, dude. It's not, I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't tell you. That's pretty terrible. <laughs> I loved watching people just trying to explain it, you know, on like Sports Center and different things. And they're like, "Well, this guy's supposed to be here," and they had like a whiteboard and they're filling it in, and it's just like, "Bro, my God, just get the order right in the cards, dude." Whew. I don't know who was responsible for transcribing, transposing, translating, trans whatever, but fail buckets. Green. I so. It, all kidding aside, though, uh, and we'll get to we we need to talk about the caps for you. I know you uh, you're a little under the weather, so you got to get out of here. Um, but what an uneven start and kind of evolution of the season for the Mets. As a Mets fan, it has to be weird because you had a strong start, then you have the exodus of Matt Harvey. You have a little bit of stupidity here and there, and I know it's still super early, stu- still super early. But given the start of the season, how annoying is it to have some of these these oddball kind of screw screw ups happen, and then. Are you kind of sad yeah. at, at Are you kind of sad at the evolution and the downfall and the exodus of of Harvey at all? Um, I, yeah, I, I, I mean, a little bit. I mean, it, it needed to happen. Him, right. him getting 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 tossed. Um, I, I shouldn't say tossed I me, mean, but 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 him, him uh, seeing it lay out. Uh, I'm I, I mainly you know uh, <laughs> I mainly want Mets fans to still remember that there was a time where he was. The Dark Knight. I mean, he did some fantastic things for the Mets. I mean, it's it's. I hate I hate the you know. I feel like baseball for having such you know long seasons. I feel like sometimes baseball fans have very short memories, and um, you know uh, there were times over the last few years where the Mets shouldn't have had a you know chance in hell to be competing. Yet they still were. Um, I've always said. I mean, it's part of the reason I love being a Mets fan. I I, I don't I don't know that I like the idea of being. 
a Yankees fan where, you know, just kind of you're expected. You're expected to be right. the dominant. You're expected to be the top dog. I like the fact that, you know, the Mets are a scrappy team that's, you know, will go through waves, will go through times where, you know, they're scrapping and getting wins with, you know, some, you know, pretty rough-looking lineups. Um, but, and then there'll be times where they're, they're you know, down and out, but um, you know, it, like I'm saying, it's it's a long season. I know, and I feel like well, it's been talked about a bit more recently by some players that yeah. you know they should shorten shorten it some, which which <laughs> part of me kind of might agree with. Um, I mean, but just, regardless, why not that's, just that's, revert that's, 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 to the old? You know, just the, what was it, 154? I'm going off the top of my head, but just, just knock a couple games off. Go to the old the old number. Sure. I mean, wouldn't that okay. at least sort of make sense? At least then you have a historical context for it. True, and you could say I mean, well, I, I, but I don't know. True, that's an aside. But, but, it's not super relevant. Oh, for sure. But 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 I would say, I mean, that the, the, my my main takeaway from the Met start is, I mean, that's you know, for anybody, uh, <laughs> there's a person in particular being being uh, talked about here. But for anybody who acts like you know any of it doesn't matter, it's kind of the whole point. I mean, right now they're going through tough times, but if they hadn't gotten off to the start, they'd gotten off to. I mean, they could be in the absolute cellar. I mean, they, they've they've had some got some some cushion because they got up to such Amen. a hot start. Look, they, they went they went they went zero and six. I guess it was not this current week, but last week on a homestand. That should never happen. That's that's a, that's awful. Yeah, that's, that's, rough. that's embarrassing. That's rough. That's rough. But again, that, that's that's, that's why the the any stretch, no matter what point of the season it is, is so relevant because they they could kind of take that blow and. Um, yeah, they they got they got to get out of the slump, but uh, I'm I'm still pre- I'm I'm mostly pretty positive with with uh, where things stand. Um, yeah, like you said, it's a long season, and uh, to 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 anybody you know, who who saw me excited for the start of the season, I don't think I ever acted like Mets championship or you know Mets are going to go all the way anything like that. It's just like, look, I'm happy. They're off to a fantastic start. They'll go through ebbs and flows. Every single team, no matter who they are, are going to do that. Um, sure, but. So I mean I, I I still give their start to the season, but you know solid B minus, yeah, flat flat B maybe. But you're not so. But so I guess this really branches in two directions. A, you're not going to dump the because we in the sports brew chat we have various Mets fans. You know I'm not, but you are. Randy is. Whitfield sort of is, and then sort of isn't. But he piled on all kinds of like nasty hate on Harvey and. And I'm just like, you know, dude, I mean, the guy had some injuries. If he never recovers, you're holding, you know what I mean? If his body breaks down, his body breaks down. I mean, there's some guys and, who just never, never can recover right. from, from and, Tom John. A lot, he, a lot of people who can't. Yeah. And well, so he, had, he had something I wanted. He had like two surgeries. One was the Tommy yeah. John. And I forget what the other one is, but uh, I think it was kind of a, what was, didn't he have a rib removed or something crazy? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, you know, um, it, it's one. So if you don't like the guy, you don't like his attitude, man, that's fine. But I mean, the guy essentially, the, you know, these athletes, people sometimes dump on them. And it's like, yo, sometimes their bodies break down because they're playing the sport. You know what I mean? And they sacrifice their bodies. And sometimes they only they sacrifice their bodies for a year or two years or three years, whatever their window is. And then they're done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes they can come back and recover. Sometimes they can't. But you go back I, to that, I don't you think go, got, go back to his remember his, his, his most famous start, his World Series start, where mm-hmm. he was just dominating, got through eight, and was just absolutely dominating, and you know clearly fought to come back in the ninth. And I mean, there, there's any any Met fan that tells you that they didn't want to see him come back in the ninth is full full of shit. <laughs> yeah. Now, the, my my beef was the fact that you know I think it needed to be one base runner, and he's pulled, and that didn't happen, and so, and then you know things things you know unfortunately fell yeah. apart. Um, but you know, he, he, he provided the Mets with some great moments, some great memories. Um, my, my hope, uh, 
had been that he could find a you know a mid-tier starter uh, for the Mets. You know, hopefully get you know maybe eight to ten wins, um, be be reliable, keep him in the games, and it just wasn't happening. And then I thought, all right, well bullpen. It's gonna be weird to see him come out of the bullpen, but hopefully yeah. he can produce there. But it just it wasn't happening. So I hope he finds success with the Reds. I you know hope <laughs> sometimes we you know and anybody who's got a favorite team sometimes sees a guy who you know you think is done for you know go to another team and then thrive. I'm kind of hard pressed to see Harvey doing that. Plus the Reds are an absolute dumpster fire right now. <laughs> but um, but that that would be a little painful if he you know has a you know revitalization and you know becomes dominant again. But uh, it was it was the right move. Yeah. No, I mean, it feels like it was. I just don't – you know, if you're going to dislike the guy, dislike the player, man, do it for the right reasons. You know yeah. what I mean? And understand the context of what happened. I don't know. It's always tough for me. You know, I, I think when I was a lot younger, sometimes I, I, I felt it was more personal with players. And at this point in my life, like, sometimes it's just the reality of, of being an elite-level athlete. Sometimes you lose just a smidge of what you were – and you, you know what I mean? You go from being elite oh, sure. to being just another guy. And right. it's it's the really rapid descent. And it's a reminder, you know, of how finite, you know, these playing careers are. And then and just, you know, the balance of physical, mental, all the things that, excuse me, go into that. And when something gets knocked out of whack, sometimes they just, these players, these athletes never, they recover for normal people, but they never quite recover to be what they were as an elite level athlete. Sure, you know, and, and, and I, I just and, think occasionally you got to remember that. And I mean, the guy, the guy's a young guy. I mean, I just, I, I don't understand, you know, uh, uh, other than I mean, if people truly are going to believe that, you know, it's what led to his downfall is the partying and the, you know, nightlife and social life and things like that. I, I really don't don't believe that. Uh, the young guy is entitled to do that. Um, but yeah, you separate the athlete from the you know public persona. I mean, I mean, <laughs> goodness, you guys know how much uh, as public persona, I have come to despise Tiki Barber, both both for, you know, <laughs> how much he threw the Giants under the bus, uh, for how much he seems like a, you know, scumbag with his his ex-wife and all that. But, um, you know, I still respect what he did for the team, and I still, I mean, I'm still going to always acknowledge that he was a, you know, great, you know, running back for the Giants, but I think he's a shit of a person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that does happen. You walk a fine line with it. Look, I mean, these people that are rich and famous, they're going to have some fun off the field, especially in big cities. Let's be real. And the ones that handle it are going to handle it and be able to, you know, go out and perform. And the ones that can't will party themselves out. I just don't know if that's. I mean, who Tom will tell us if he if he if he can get himself back on track. Maybe he ends up having a nice career. Maybe he's never elite again, but maybe he can. You know what I mean? Just be yeah. solid. Mid, be good. Mid 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 tier solid guy. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope so. I, By I, the I way. Nothing's ever come across to me as though he was a smoky guy. I think I remember you actually you really enjoyed it. And I loved it too. And I think it was uh was it uh, Fal- Fallon? Did this, oh, this, Fallon! Did, yeah, did the, yeah. Did the sketch work? Because I mean, and you could do it with so many baseball players. Just you know, their faces just aren't that recognizable. Mm. So you know, he went out and talked to people in the street, and he seemed really funny about it. He seemed like a good natured guy. He, he, you know, I, I really enjoyed that. I'll, I'll, yeah. I, I would think football players have to be kind of your upper tier. Not all football players, but I think they're, you know, like if you went up to like rando fans, you know what I mean? Like people would know, and this is probably because of commercials, if nothing else, but they could pick out Eli or Odell. You know what I mean? Like I think you'd have a longer list of NFL stars that people would recognize. 
I probably I might put basketball basketball players above it just because I mean there's no there's no oh. mask there's no helmet or anything like that so probably I'd okay, say NBA true. NBA top but, but football probably secondary. Well, I'm thinking commercials first, but you know if you're talking about just them being on the floor, yeah, yeah, it's legit. Well, that and the fact that basketball players kind of tip you off usually because of their size. Well, that's not a, yeah. not always, <laughs> not always. Yeah. You know, I mean Eli Man, you know somebody that's six three, six four, six five. I mean they're big dudes, but true. You know if you roll up on LeBron James. You know, six eight. Yeah. Uh, those, or those, 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 yeah. Nowadays, sometimes you go somewhere and there's a six foot seven, three hundred seventy pound, fourteen year old. Oh uh, yeah, that guy, that that kid is huge. Good lord, can you crazy. imagine being in eighth grade and being six seven no. and three no. bills plus? Oh, man, that, that, that's not good for that kid's. Well, like, I mean, you know, it's gonna have some issues. Well, maybe he may, he may. Depends how big he ends up getting, and if his if he's proportioned. You know what I mean? It's proportionate, and he carries his weight, and it, it it's a reasonable build for him. He's just big. Yeah, that's one thing. This is a really strange topic. Weird. This is a weird ass type of jump. But I mean, <laughs> look at Sean Bradley and I don't know, uh, Minute Bowl. All right. I mean, yeah, I mean they're super lean, but that doesn't mean their bodies were right because they were lean. True. You know. Yeah. Um, and of course, the flip side would be somebody like Andre the Giant, who's just enormous, and clearly that was a, you know a stress. I mean, at some point you get so gigantic, it's it's just really hard on your body. So I don't know. We'll see what that kid turns into. I thought I read in the story that they said his frame, they thought he might make it to like seven eight or seven ten. I mean, something really gargantuan. Jesus. And, and can you can you imagine being seven foot ten? No. I mean, you're almost eight feet tall. You might as well just say you're eight feet. You know what I mean? At that point, you just say I'm eight feet. You know what I mean? I think you I think if people that are four eleven can round up to five, <laughs> if you're if you're seven ten, you can round up to eight. I think that's allowed. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> that's it's ridiculous. Okay. Go ahead. Two things. A I would put him on kicking defense to block kicks all the time. He's gotta stand up. I mean, literally, that, that's all he does. I mean, and, and, and B, oh my God, with Matt Har- Harvey leaving, you gotta give D Stat a little voice to men. If you for real want that? You gotta give it to him, man. Okay, he's leaving. It's well, the end, baby. He either gets you know boys to men or he gets Kansas. What do you think's more appropriate given the state of his career? I'm just saying. It's end of the road for New York. Okay, all right. So, two things for Mark. Number one, we'll see if the Mets can, you know, crank that metitude back up at there some point go. over the course of the season. <laughs> and number two, can the Astros pitching staff maintain this ridiculous pace? I know they haven't won every game, but I mean, their ERA is filthy. How good? How good is that staff, brother? That sounds dirty, by the and way. And that's what she said. I'm telling you, that's that's like the quintessential. I wouldn't be able to tell you. I wouldn't. Be, that's not for me to say. That's the quintessential uh. Shannon setup, isn't it? <laughs> Look, every time, every time, every time. Um, they're 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 scary good, uh, and and I mean obviously they got they've got plenty of bats. And they're young, and it's it's they picked up Garrett Cole. That's it's a sits and I knew going into the season if they stay healthy. I mean they're they're an un, unbelievable roster. That's uh you know again long seasons. It doesn't matter who yeah, you are. You're going to go through slump, slumps. It's but early. but they they're I mean they stay healthy. They're you know should easily be a playoff team, and and you know certainly would be expected to be you know one of the teams to beat you know come October. So 
Yeah. I thought I saw, and I might be off. I mean, you know, I don't remember how. Sometime within the last week, I thought I saw that their cumulative ERA was like two three or two four. It was like in the in the low mid twos. It's very possible. And I was like, whew. That's, that's that's. They they don't really have like I mean their fifth starter is probably like, you know, <laughs> um, you know, a third starter for you know maybe even a second starter for other teams. So again, caveat: it's early yet. It is. It, it is. is. That's um, <laughs> challenge, challenge. Challenge of baseball is what's going on in uh, April and May is probably not going to be the same come you know August September, but uh, probably not. Probably not. All right, now let's get to what you really wanted to talk about. Yes, that the Capitals actually beaten the damn Pens, dude. How long? Uh, how long have fans in DC? Well, really, just Caps fans, because there's Caps fans outside of DC. Don't always feel like it, but <clears throat> there are. Okay, uh, just remember not to wear red. Apparently, in Tampa Bay, um, stupid. But <laughs> like going through that and finally getting over that hurdle. You know, against the Pens, has to as a fan has to be fantastically satisfying. How real is the risk? Do you think there's two, really this splits off into two things? Um, it's the fan side and the team side to finally get past Sidney Cross because this is the first time Ovi. I mean, he's gotten past Crosby in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean that's that's a that's a monster, which is crazy, which oh, is yeah. crazy. <laughs> so you have to think there's you know. How real is the risk of the team getting over the hump, and maybe that's all they get done this postseason? I mean, obviously, well, fan, the fan has to be happy they finally beat them, but I mean, no, I mean, of course, there, there, there's there's that risk, um, but you know, I, I I think, I mean, you say it, <laughs> Caps fans say it every year, like they look at the roster start of the season, they're like, all right. We've got this. We've got a great team, and obviously a team that gets to the playoffs as much as they have. Like, you know, you feel good at the start of every year, and they they kept got on producing, and you know, either you know, win the um, the uh, best regular season record. They've done that so many times, and then, I mean, they've been so dominant in the regular seasons, and then they can't get past first, second round. So, uh, so it's such a repeating cycle. I mean, you could just see on all their faces, and I mean, I, I mean, I love this whole team, and they're they're they really are impressive, and they they really, yeah. you know, I mean, the Penguins are no slouches. Um, it was a fantastic series, um, but uh, you know, I especially, and I think most everybody, is so happy for OV. I mean, the mo- the moments the game winning goal goes in. I mean, you could just see him, you know, look up and just see this look of relief on his face. And obviously, I think you know, plenty of people have probably seen the the, the clip of uh, <laughs> him, be- him being asked, you know, uh, what was he thinking? <laughs> just, oh. Just- Yes. Just go here, in. <laughs> here, here, here you go, here you go. Because you know, quite frankly, if you're if you're going to reference it, I think we have to play it. So number one, here's the here's the call from radio announcer John Walton. Wayne to Crosby, a poke check away, and now the counter. Here come the Caps. Kuznetsov gets loose. Evgeny coming down the middle, a shot, and it comes in over. He scores. He scores. Evgeny Kuznetsov wins it for Washington. It's off to the. Dude, I always love a really That's good radio old. call. You know what I mean? Like a really good radio call. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's fun. I, I know it's kind of a little bit homertastic. Not that I don't like kind of the We're neutral teams or whatever, but, you know, every once in a while, um, it's really fun to hear, like, the act, like the actual crew that covers that team, 
you know, in that fan base and their their version of the radio when big things happen. I mean, the oh, fan yeah. stuff you, is you fun. You can tell too. how much that meant yeah. to him. I mean, you oh, can tell. I mean, yeah. of course. I mean, that's. I mean, the guys that do the radio for these teams, I mean, they're, they, you know, they're, yeah, certainly game in, game out. Hopefully they, you know, they cover their, you know, both teams fairly. But, I mean, in that moment, yeah, I mean, they're, you know, incredibly excited for the team. And that, that was a fantastic call. Actually, I hadn't heard that one yet. Oh, my God. Actually, I was scrolling through some things, and I know this is, this is really dedicated to Shannon and the Colts. But there, there's this photoshopped uh, banner for the cap for the caps it says capitals like this red banner hanging up in the rafters and it says made it to the third round 2017 to 2018 <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who made that but that's pretty fantastic that's funny that's funny but you know clearly clearly I mean huge huge deal here here's a here's a fan reaction for you That guy woke all his neighbors up, man. Uh, that sounds like sure. the guy at the cornhole tournament. Yeah, that was for real. And of course, you, you know, you I mean, can, I mean, I, go ahead. How would you say? I mean, I, I, I definitely was shouting. I mean, that, I, I mean, I, I um, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's phenomenally exciting here. I, I you know, I know Shannon thinks I'm <laughs> sick because I, I went out streaking, which I, I, I will not you know confirm or deny um <laughs> but notice uh, you're under the weather it, now <laughs> maybe um but it's cr- crazy exciting i mean i'm you know about i'm not i'm gonna say maybe two minutes two and a half minutes earlier i mean i forget who it was in the penguins but you know somebody had a you know a great strike from the oh, right side right yeah. side that went off, went off the post i mean that's i mean playoff hockey is and i mean i know i'm preaching the choir i know justin said the same thing before on the podcast but it, it is so intense and it's so exciting because i mean any given moment i mean everything is so close i i really couldn't see live i was like i mean i knew it was a great steal and he, he obviously had a little bit of space uh koozie's very fast um so I, mean, I knew he had a good opportunity but I, I really didn't see it go in like i couldn't quite tell i was like did it go around him did it go on there but i mean as soon as they you know confirm it i mean just pandemonium here and i mean um you know i, I half seriously half jokingly kept on uh you know checking the um <laughs> checking overnight to see if the you know government was maybe going to cancel i felt like we deserved a day, day off i felt like you know the capitals getting you know re- you know releasing this 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 demon you know deserved the day off but uh no such luck um, <laughs> But man, I mean, it, it really is phenomenal, and and so I guess I really haven't answered your question. I've been no, that's okay. We, we've been dancing around all kinds of stuff. It it doesn't really of matter. Of course, it was it was fantastic, mm-hmm. exciting. But, but no, it's it's a it's a fair question. I mean, did did they you know, use use all their mojo? I, but I think the positive for me in terms of why I don't necessarily believe that is, um, yeah, they didn't have Backstrom in that last game. They didn't have Wilson. Um, as far as I know, Backstrom uh, did some skating today, so they're they're hoping he can be available tomorrow. Well, Wilson will um, I be back. I think. I think I did read the same thing about Backstrom. Yeah, and so that that's that's fantastic. I mean, those guys are are hugely important. I mean, certainly. I mean, I think a lot of people would say outside of Ovi. I mean, mm-hmm. Backstrom is you know, probably number two guy. You know, either him or, or or Kuznetsov. So, I mean, enormously important to the team. Going down to, to Tampa Bay for game one. Uh, it's it's they're they're pretty heavy underdogs. Um, 
But, I mean, you sneak out of there with a win in game one. I mean, that's a phenomenal start. Even if they don't win, I, I mainly just want to see them put up a good fight. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Um, you know, not, not relevant to the Cavs. But what God, the, the, um, you know, what Pred, 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 Predators lost the last game left in the, the second round was that uh, <laughs> freaking uh, Predators. I think they lost 5-1 to one tonight to get knocked out. Ooh. It's gross. It's, well, I knew they had a rough start. They didn't even make a push, at the, and that's too bad. Yeah, that, that was That's pretty disappointing. Bad. But uh, yeah, uh, out west, I mean, the Vegas. So it's Vegas against Winnipeg, um, the Western Conference Finals, and uh, Vegas. My goodness, I mean, they they're they're playing some incredible hockey, and I think most people How, probably dude, consider them the top dude, team right now. But no original whatever teams left, right? So how insane would it be for the expansion? Golden Knights and the Washington Capitals to freaking play. What would what would have been the odds at the beginning of the year to have that? You know what I'm saying? I mean, can you imagine yeah. if somebody got uh, that right? I mean, my God. I, I know you're degenerate. I, I don't even think you you threw any money down on that one. No, no. no. I, actually, I had, a, I had a good conversation with a guy from Nashville. He was a big Predators fan, so I'm sure he's disappointed tonight. But um, uh, he lives here in D.C., uh, who was talking about him, and, and it, I know it's true. That there's a lot of people who, you know, out in Vegas just for fun, like at the beginning of the season, did put, you know, just like $100 down on the Golden Knights to make it all the way. And honestly, now probably a bunch of them, like, and the sooner the better, were like looking around thinking like, well, either I could frame this or have fun with it, or I could honestly look to sell it. Like, I mean, because they're so good right now, like right. sell this ticket that they put a lo- just a little bit down on with to somebody for probably a pretty high dollar to say like, you know, you've got the chance to... <laughs> uh, and this, because um, I mean, obviously nobody believed it. Nobody would have believed that the freaking Vegas Golden Knights were gonna come out and do what they're doing. It's it's no. it's incredible. I goodness, I would want to find a way to <laughs> get out to Vegas to watch one of those games, the uh, Vegas uh, Capitals in in Vegas. That would be uh, damn fun. I was have gonna you, say, aren't they the odds-on favorites right now? They probably are. I mean, I, I, I think I I've they're... heard that that they actually are the favorites to win the Stanley Cup. Oh, I, yeah. I, I thought it was the Lightning, but okay, maybe. It's 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 between between the two of them, but I mean, I, yeah. I, I most I mean most places I know going into the second round felt that Vegas was the most dominant team, and I mean they, I mean I know they can't, they did they they lost two games, but I mean I know they won the first game seven nothing. I mean they they've been pretty dominant, so um, they're they're scary. Um, but yeah, obviously, no, for a Capitals fan, uh, can't 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 jump ahead. I mean, we we. No. Uh, but uh, that's the proverbial. I, I, I'm, I'm the next I mean, it's, next it's, game, next game, next game, next game. Absolutely proverbial. Yeah, and and I know that's cliched. I know that's cliched. But that to me, that that that's a team given the history to finally get over to finally get past the pe- Sidney Crosby and the Pens, dude. Just go in there, attack a game one. And find whatever motivation you, you can, and if that's the fact that they, you know, cock blocked people wearing red coming into their arena, use that as fu- whatever it is, man. Use it as some fuel and go in there and, and you know, <laughs> kicks kick some ass. I will I give it. It's not that, that funny, but it's a, a, a little giggle worthy. That uh, uh, a very nice guy that I don't know if either you. Uh, hopefully, you got to meet him at, at my wedding. But a uh, guy named named Louis, uh, a long time. Uh, Childhood friend of Megan's who uh, lives in Pennsylvania, so big big Penguins fan. I think before the series started, you know, he, he you know told her he wanted to put down just like a for fun for fun wager. I don't think they uh-huh. actually ended up wagering anything, but just kind of a gentleman's bets uh, kind of thing. 
And uh, so they they talked a little bit throughout the yeah. series, but uh, you know certainly after you know the win the other night, she she sent him you know really not that bad of a taunting text, but just you know kind of a celebratory uh, you know, in your face. And he's he's a big brother type to her, so he's right. super protective of her. Right. He's super right. polite, comes from a very you know <laughs> very polite strict background. But uh, so I was like, this is clearly him being vulgar because this response was just. Bite me, Megs. <laughs> that's, that's fair. That's fair. That's so funny. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I I'll say I just I think getting getting through the Penguins that's for the fans, and I mean, I'm not saying it wasn't huge for the team too, right, but of course, they're of course, of course. they're not at all satisfied and only be. doing that. I mean, o- Ovi, you know, he's he's still playing some phenomenal hockey, but he's getting up there. I mean, he's 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 going to be on the later end of his career soon enough and you know, I I just don't think you want to waste this 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 team. Um I I believe in them against anybody. I'm not, you know, I I'm not going to say it's going to be easy, but uh I really think they're playing some fantastic hockey and I I I love the, the way that Holby responded after you know being benched um, at the beginning of last series. I mean, he's been playing. I mean, but honestly, I give I give credit to both goalies in that game uh, six the other nights. I mean, Murray and Holby were both just incredible. I mean, they had some amazing stops throughout the game. But I mean, Holby, you know, I didn't really agree with the benching to begin with. Yeah. Um, but uh, he, I don't think he ever he never pouted. He never you know doubted himself, and he came back in and he's just been playing fantastic. You know, goalkeeping throughout the series. So. So, side note, before I forget, you know this, the, you know this had to happen. <laughs> My only gripe, yet again, is, is, is they don't have it mixed quite, I know. quite right. It's a little too strong on My Heart Will Go On or whatever, yeah. but... Um, it, you know, which when you have the video in front of you, doesn't matter so much, but when you just play it, you know, it drowns out the radio call, but, uh, sure, true. That, that's, a, that's a minor nitpick because we already heard the radio call anyway. Yeah, and it's, well, you know, and it's still pretty fun. People are so on point with the... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I was gonna say people are so on point with the, the the crying Jordans that we all know I hate so much. Why can't we? We got to get a good quality sound engineer to you know do better work with these uh, Titanic. It's, you know, it's turnaround. It's turnaround time, man. It's turnaround time. <laughs> I guess know, it's a little quicker. Know. That's true. Yeah, all right. yeah. That's okay. I'm, I'm not gonna hate too much on it, right? Uh, the, the other, the other one of the other really fantastic sound bites and chunks and nuggets from this particular game was was in the post game. And like I, re- I remember I recorded it and I sent it to you guys. I'm like, did I? Did he say what I thought he said? And uh, mercifully, <laughs> for the win, actually has this too. And let's see, here we go. This is getting a little post game interview, and here is Ovi's response. Help Evgeny Kuznetsov go in on that breakaway. What are you thinking as you watch him do that? Play score. <laughs> Just fucking play score, you know? Just fucking play score. Just fucking play score, you know? It's a... Honest moment, honest moment, man. Hey, man. Remember that old expression, tight like prom night? Just fucking play score, you know? Sorry. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's terrible. Just fucking play score, you know? It's... No, you have to appreciate the, the, the raw emotion of that there. And then, obviously, I mean, English is not his first language. Yeah, I know he's been here forever. Blah 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 blah. But 
Uh, I like the, the how real that was and how raw that was, and just there's almost like an ecstatic sense of relief in that. You know, you know, and I know that sounds weird, right? But that's yeah. my impression of that. And I think it's I think it's amazing. Occasionally, the sports guys get so filtered with what they say and how they try to you know frame everything and talk about everything, control the narrative. I got to be careful what I say because it'll be on social media or people will cry and Jordan me or it'll be a meme or the media will hammer hammer me to death about it. Uh, but I, I think that's raw, it's real, it's genuine, and I don't have an issue with that. If you have, if you take issue with the fact that it's an f bomb, fine. Uh, but I think the just what that means to to him for his career to be his age to finally get past for Ovechkin to finally get past them for the Caps to finally get past the Pens in the playoffs is huge. And I think that sense of relief is very evident in his face and his facial expressions. And just in the tone and feel of that one. As you watch him do that, play score. <laughs> just fucking play score. You know, it's. I love that. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's it's real, dude. You know what I mean? Oh, it's it's totally real. So I have no I have no no nitpicks on no. that. None. No, I think no. we all. I mean, hopefully. I mean, yeah. I mean, if somebody's sensitive to the vulgarity, that's one thing. But yeah, to, to to see real emotion out of these athletes and not not see them be, you know, feel like they got to be cookie, cookie cutter. I mean, he he's he's a very funny guy. He's a very goofy guy. There's a lot to like about him. Washington obviously loves him, and you know, I mean, like I said, you could see the moment the moment that he saw the puck go in. I mean, yeah. he just this you could see this this you know relief just watch over his face. And uh, and I'm sure they. Uh, I would imagine a lot of vodka was drank that night. Uh, a, and, lot. Uh, <laughs> a lot. Of, <laughs> lot of, a lot of a lot of celebrating, but uh, I'm sure the day after they were you know, right back at it. And I think they're they'll be very fired up. And uh, I don't know this this idiotic you know Tampa Bay rule or whatever the hell we want to call it. I, I hope that just you know makes them angry and and fires them up more i don't know i'll tell you what man the coach the coach just sent when they had the press conference afterward he just said we're on to the third round he was kind of like belichickian he's like we're on to the third round man that's 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 what this means Trotz doesn't show much emotion. I, I, you saw saw him show a little bit of emotion on the bench and and i was very surprised to see that but he pretty quickly gets back to i love it oh yeah business (laughs) very business (laughs) <laughs> Very business. Side note: I love the fact that uh, one of the web, one of the fan sites or whatever related to the Caps is a uh, Russian machine never breaks. And I hope, <laughs> I hope, given everything that's happened with the Capitals, that somehow the Mueller investigation is has to at least look into what's going on with him. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and take a look. Go ahead and take a look, man. I, I want you to go investigate Tampa Bay, man. There's something going on here. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Russian machine in Mother Russia. Oh, I love those old jokes. Anyway, stupid, stupid, stupid. But now the thing about the, <laughs> the thing about the attire is so dumb to me. I, I I understand from a fan standpoint. Like if I was a fan of the Lightning, I, I'd be like, ha ha, that's kind of funny. You know, yay. You're, they already have the zip code restriction for ticket purchases, which you can obviously get around in the secondary market, StubHub or whatever. Um, but uh, you know, if, if I was, if I was a Caps fan and I was paying whatever the, the price is to get in and see that game, I'd be super annoyed if, if somebody at that stadium goes, Oh, sorry, dude, you gotta turn your shirt inside out. Quite frankly, they've announced it. So me as a responsible fan, I would merely smuggle what I wanted to wear in and I would just change once I'm in there. Because let me tell you what, if you think your punk ass 
arena security is going to drag me out of my seat for wearing the color red. Let's get that on TV, dude. Let's get that on yeah. TV and see how well that goes over in social media, you assholes. Yeah, ticket, I'm sure, is you know, a couple hundred to pop. Um, yeah, good, good, hey. good luck. Good luck dragging somebody out of there. That's, that's not we, happening. We do have a phone call from uh, Mr. Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> he wants to weigh in on this. Shut the fuck up! Get the fuck out of my face with that shit. <laughs> basically. <laughs> basically. I just, I, you know, I mean, again, part of it that, you know, I can kind of get a chuckle out of it, but I, I don't know how you realistically enforce something like that. No, the, 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 has ticket, that ever the ticket restriction is one thing. Yeah, I mean that, that's fine. Team, teams do that. I'm I okay think with the ticket restrictions. Enough, you know, like yeah, like you try to tell people what they can and can't wear. I mean that's and and, and not, not even just. I mean you're, they they did not outright say caps gear. They literally just said they they said red. You can, if you're caught wearing red attire, I mean that's that's just ridiculous. I mean that's, what if that's... there's somebody that's colorblind, man? That, that ain't cool. <laughs> There's a lot of reasons that, that, that or a that blind person so wears a red shirt. You know? Someone's favorite favorite color, not even related to the cat. Uh, that's just that's what you nonsensical. need. You need a blind person that rolls up there in some red gear. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, sir, you're gone. I'm gonna do that, man. No. Come on now, that's, that's not gonna happen. I, I, mean, I don't. I don't know how or who decided that was a good now, idea. I know sometimes but. teams have like you know, like the Miami Heat. Don't they have like whiteouts and stuff like that? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'll course. see like the yeah. Warriors, and, and I guess everybody's wearing yellow. So, I mean, it, it does happen, right? It does happen where it, it almost looks like, to at least to the naked eye, that all the fans are wearing the same color. And that, you know, that's kind of cool. If your home arena sells out and it's all your fans and your fans buy up all your tickets and you essentially ticket cock block anybody, any opposing fan, man, good for you. Wear all white or yellow or blue or purple or sartreuse or my little brony or whatever the hell you got going on right <laughs> my little brony. <laughs> you know if, if you can totally grace now grace now and body pillow the whole damn thing from ceiling to floor from the windows to the walls good for you man freaking good for you but if people legitimately buy the buy the ticket and get in man f off with that crap i don't ever re- yeah i know do you like that but my little brony <laughs> my little brony and you went like little john from the window to yeah. the wall <laughs> just saying you know i think that's where whitfield is these nights my little brony oh. just kidding <laughs> um anyway you but, might as well I mean, start cutting promos for wrestlers dude that was pretty good you like that <laughs> that was good good but i mean like i don't I, I remember lots of things when they have themes or they have ticket blocks but i don't ever quite remember anything so out there and again maybe it's not a big deal maybe it's a bunch of lip service they won't actually do anything to someone that rolls up in there like that but again me as a fan i would just smuggle it in uh and change yeah. when i'm in there i mean um, i mean that's i mean uh, you know uh, but we, we certainly reference anybody, here and there do you I mean, the, remember the anybody model. doing that before where they you can't <laughs> so, wear a color so what are they going to do if they have a tampa bay jersey in red it probably doesn't exist, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't think so. You can so. make your own custom stuff. That's that's true. It'd be a strange one, but I mean, it, it's possible. I know what'll uh, happen. But, but yeah, but, but I mean, I'd, I'd say I'd, I'd say. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll Let me hear the lady again. Say what? You want the lady again? Absolutely ridiculous. We will stop this tournament. This is stupid. This is stupid. Ah! Tournament. This is stupid. 
So, uh, Tampa Bay's what, nobody can wear red? This is stupid! There you go. I still like them. Like randomly. <laughs> no, I mean, I was to say, I mean, it'd be it'd be a strange choice for a Tampa Bay fan. But what if, I mean, beyond like beyond hockey apparel, what if a Tampa Bay fan did just wear red? Yeah, I mean, that that'd be a you know obvious I mean, other question mark. So it's it's bottom line is I just I see zero point zero way that they're actually going to try to enforce this. What happens um, if Satan gets a ticket and he's in that area? I mean, what are they going to do? What, what is he supposed to do about it? Yeah. <laughs> um, what if the New Jersey Devils match? We're really, we're really going on tangents here, guys. <laughs> I mean, really? But I mean, what if Satan was, gets a I ticket? Was, <laughs> we'll do it off live. the rails, baby. Off the rails. Oh, I was just saying, it's reference on the podcast, but I mean, the, the 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 Mets and the seven line. I mean, that's what I, I I love the fact that I mean they've got you know dedicated enough fan base that's. Yeah, you know, they go to away games and they make you know that whatever part of the stands they're in, you know, totally orange and blue. It's that's great fandom. I don't think it's a bad thing for should be a bad thing for either side. And I mean, I I think there'd be more than enough Tampa Bay fans. That's whatever amount of Capitals fans are there. Like, really, you're gonna say that that's gonna you know bother or ruin anybody's experience? I mean, come on, man, that's just nonsensical. Wow. To, to have some have some red in the stadium. Get the F out of my face with that. Get the F out my face with that ish. True. True. All right, so realistically, call your shots for the NHL, man. You know, you got the Lightning, the Caps. You want to call your shots for that? Call your shot for the other sure. series? Like, like, oh, two things. Number one, I want you to call your shots. But I also thought of a fantastic uh, endorsement opportunity for that dude from the Bruins, uh, Marchand. I mean, how is Timex not sponsored that guy? Takes a lick and it keeps on ticking? Are you kidding me? <laughs> how has that not happened? Bring, true. Bring that ad campaign back. Brad Marchand, right? Or, you know, that yeah. if anybody needs to be doing it, it's that guy. Well, and he's got well, the free He's got the free time now. Come on, they're out of the playoffs. Yeah, maybe because they got they got embarrassed pretty badly. Maybe they don't want to don't want to lose their uh Representing their products, yeah. um, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, so both both series, I, I'm I'm uh, I'm yeah. I, you're not going to see me go against the Caps, of course. So uh, I'm going to take the Caps in six against the Lightning. Uh, actually, I, I think they're going to sneak out tomorrow. Uh, I think they're going to sneak sneak out. You know, game game number one, um, and and that would be awesome. Uh, but uh, I'm, I'm actually going to say same six uh, six for Vegas. I. I I don't. I don't see Winnipeg taking out uh, the Golden Knights. I think they're just they're too, too hot right now. Too they're, much they're, mojo. They're red. They're red. They're rested. Um, yeah. I, I mean, honestly, I, th- I think that one could possibly even be just five, but I'll, I'll give them six. I'll say Vegas and six and Caps and six. Wow. Hey, look, man. I I, think, I look at it like this. I'm, I don't really have a dog in the fight when it comes to this particular. You know, time of year <laughs> with with the Stanley Cup, I, I just don't. You know, I'm not real vested in any particular team, so I figure if it's not the Caps, I'm going to root for the Golden Knights because I think that's such a neat story. I mean, that's my opinion. You know, plenty of people might hate it. Whatever, go for it. You're actually starting to see a little bit of pushback with the Knights, which I thought was kind of a surprise. And some people have said, "Oh, isn't this a bad look for the NHL if they actually win the whole thing?" And I'm like, "Are you kidding me? That's a freaking movie." Because when does that happen? When does something like Never. that actually happen? And to me, you have to give credit 
to the organization for you know putting that team together, and then you have to give credit to the players for you know, for execute. You know what I mean? Like that whole thing has had a nice story. Yeah, okay, fine. Oh well, you know you want to we'll leave the fans wanting more. Whatever. You're only bitching about that. The only person that's probably writing any kind of comment like that is somebody whose team either has never won a freaking cup or has only won like once in a bajillion years. Looking at you, Ranger fans. You know what I mean? Oh, isn't, that, isn't Randy a Rangers fan? <laughs> yeah. Looking at you, Rangers fans. I'm just saying, like, why, why would you crap all on a fantastic story? Just because it's not your team? Get out of here. Get out of here. Anyway, I, I I think that would be great. I you know I don't have anything against, you know the I don't have anything against Winnipeg. <laughs> I mean you know I don't. But I think the Gold Knights that's just that's a really cool story. I think the Capitals finally getting over the Pittsburgh Penguins hump is pretty fantastic. I think that would be great. And dear God, can somebody break the DC Sports suckhole curse if the Caps finally do it, dude? Mad mad props and mad dap to you because God bless. This region needs a little bit of love. <laughs> we, know, we know it won't be the Redskins anytime soon. Uh, prob- so. Probably not. <laughs> damn it. Huh? Someone in this region needs to break free, damn it. Dude, for freaking real, man. For freaking real. Whoa, there you go. That's right. Thanks, McGuffin. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> anyway, well, I don't know what the hell I'm about it's to talk about. Ridiculous. It is ridiculous. <laughs> but I'm gonna go this caps is. and five. <laughs> caps and five. Caps and five because okay. what Tampa Bay is doing is complete BS um, with this whole stuff, and that's just bad karma. And I think the Caps are gonna take it out on them. And right. I'll take Winnipeg. I, I like Vegas. I'm just taking Winnipeg just to be different. So, F it. We'll F- go Caps F- and Jets. All right. We'll see if that comes to fruition. What the heck, man? Again, I have no dog in the fight. I'm going to go Caps and Knights. I just want good playoffs. That's what I want to Yeah, yeah. No, make it compelling. Make it fun. Make it fun. I mean, I, know. I never thought I'd say this, but I'm going to watch playoff hockey tomorrow night. So Nice. Yeah, good job. Bet, bet your ass I will be. Hey. Um, I mean, there's beer involved, so yes, ser- I will be watching and drinking yeah. beer. That is, that's good. Serious question for you, Mark. Are Rockets Warriors the de facto NBA championship? Um, Yes and no. I mean, I, I, I hear a lot of people saying that, and I'm expecting a phenomenal series. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I don't see why anybody would, like, pretend that Cavs against either of those teams would not be a great series. If Boston pulls off the upset against the Cavaliers, I quit, and Brad Stevens is a wizard. I mean, he already is for having gotten this far, and the fact that he got zero votes in Coach of the Year how, blows my mind. How? I know they only write one in there, but how did like nobody give that dude at least one? Are you freaking kidding uh, me? And I, I mean, I, some people could say, oh, it's just what he's supposed to say, but I, I really think he's genuine. Like, he, he just responded so professionally. It was like, it doesn't bother me in the least. I mean, he's like the person who should have gotten it, got it, and Dwayne Casey. And, and, and yeah, I mean, Casey had a, you know, a phenomenal season, and, and, and I, I'm excited for him, obviously. Pretty embarrassing, you know, knockout in the playoffs, but that's <laughs> the Cavs clearly have the Raptors number uh, the last couple of years. But, yeah. um, 
yeah, I, I, how Stevens didn't get a single vote, I mean, that just seems ridiculous to me. When you when you lose Gordon Hayward in the first five minutes of your season and then lose Ky- Kyrie Irving late in the year, among other injuries, I mean, and, and still <laughs> they're doing what they're doing, it, that's incredible. It, it's incredible. So I, I, it is what it is, but I'm I, babbling. He don't care. He no, he doesn't. Care. He doesn't. I mean, he, he, he wants to see his team move on. And, yep. you know, I mean, as much as I think the Cavs – Take him to the woodshed. I mean, at the same time, you just well after what they've done, yeah, you, know, you, you can't rule them out against anybody. So mm-hmm. I mean, um, but yes, I, I certainly think that's on paper the most exciting series we'll have left should be the Rockets and the Warriors. But I still, I mean, I if it, I don't want to see Warriors Cavs again personally as the finals, I'd rather see it be Rockets Cavs, some difference, but. Either way, I mean that still should be a phenomenal series. So I, I don't. It's. I mean, I think sometimes, sometimes you, de facto like conference championships, you look at them, you're like, yeah. I mean, no matter what, like this is gonna be far better than what we get in the finals. I don't feel that strongly, but I do think Rockets Warriors should be a freaking fantastic series that uh, everybody should tune into. That could be borderline. It's like a video game. You know what I mean? And just <laughs> yeah. just think of the amount of star power that's on the court in that series. And you know who I'm just, you know, I, I don't really have a massive like or dislike for the Rockets. I mean, they're, they're yeah. a fun team to watch. But uh, Clint Capella is a player that not enough people know or understand how important he is to that Rockets team. And, I mean, he is such an enormous reason why they're doing so well. I, I, I watched them in their closeout game against the Jazz, and I think he finished with five blocks. But it felt like he had maybe double that, if not more. I mean, they, there were multiple possessions down the stretch where – uh, and and one time Rudy Gobert, who I don't know how tall he is, but he's he's certainly bigger than 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 uh, Capella is. I want to say he's six ten, probably. And I mean, just Capella just has this just perfect timing and just swatting him away one possession after swatting somebody else away. I mean, he was just a defensive brick house at the end of that game. And I mean, the Jazz just had no answer. Uh, he obviously is a phenomenal, you know, he and Harden and, and Paul, you know, have a phenomenal, you know, alley-oop game. Uh, just, uh, it's, they're, they're, they're scary good. I still enjoy with the Warriors, and I, I think everybody who enjoys basketball should enjoy watching the Warriors play. But, yeah, I feel like you want something different. And, and so I'm, I'm, I'm rooting Rockets, and I think, you know, Vegas, and I'm sure most everybody has the Warriors penciled in, but I... It should be a great series. So two things as a side note. Um, this was actually referenced with uh, NBA.com, but it said uh, as far as the Rockets and the Warriors, uh, both teams have been the best defensive squads in the postseason, combining wow. to allow just 100.7 points per 100 possessions. Mm. Mm. Which is kind of interesting because, you, you, I mean, obviously you're just thinking offense. Right. And uh, maybe Harden just hoisting up a bajillion threes before he ends up in the club. Just saying, <laughs> but I do I do like this line from the Rockets GM Daryl uh, Morey. Uh, it's a quote. Uh, it's the only thing we think about. I think I'm not supposed to say that, but we're basically obsessed with how do we beat the Warriors. I mean, realistically, this is not to take away from the Cavs and the Celtics, which I think is fascinating for different reasons. I think that's that's interesting for what for what the Celtics have been able to survive and overcome. Um, and I really thought that that Celtics 76ers series, 
you might look at the you know the gentleman sweep four one and you don't realize how entertaining that series really was. That was a, that was yeah. that was good. Uh, I don't I don't think the final win tally tells you what that series really was. Um, but what they've been able to accomplish and then all the stuff that goes along with it is kind of neat. Um, and then the Cavaliers just obviously you had issues in the season postseason. Lebronto has showed up. I mean they're just going to town, you know. Um, so I'm I'm fascinated with that for a different reason. I can't say I particularly want Cavs Warriors again. Although I will say this: if 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 it ends up being the Cavs and the Warriors and LeBron can get that done, that's a massive monstrous feather in the cap. I mean, it really would be. I'm still an I, you know it comes up in conversation. I'm still an MJ guy, but if that happens, that's so huge. The flip side. You know, for a team like the Celtics, if they can get past them and then figure out a way to pull that off, that's gigantic. Because I think realistically, whoever comes out of Rockets Warriors, you go, that's the favorite to bag the whole damn thing. At least a casual expectation. It doesn't mean that's what it would be, but the casual, reasonable, whatever, normal, rational, whatever. You know what I mean? I think that's your immediate reaction. Anyway. Anyway. Just saying, but clearly, if I only if I had to pick one series that I was going to watch it, it, it would be Rockets Warriors. Yeah, I want to know how that plays out. So, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was going to be fun. I will tell you, Cavs and Celtics. I mean, Cavs will ha- obviously have the best player on the floor, but the coaching advantage easily, easily goes to the Celtics. I bet you next year he gets some some votes in that thing. Yeah. Well, again, I don't think he's going to carry either way. He may not. All he, he, he just Brad Stevens is just, is going to be like probably the next pop. Just cares about <laughs> winning championships. By the way, you know, with Philadelphia, seventy sixers, you have that whole trust the process deal, and mm-hmm. I loved one of the fan signs, and it said, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> "As the Celtics take care of them." There's one fan holding up a sign that says, "The process of elimination." <laughs> I laughed. Trust that process, baby. <laughs> I thought that was really, really funny. My opinion, and uh, the, all the crying, the crying Jordans made a strong, a strong comeback on that one. By the way, side oh, note, Lord. side note, uh, a few things from the NBA playoffs that I, that I found super entertaining. Number one, um, and I forget which brother it was, but uh, Morris and Joel Embiid when they were like going at it, going at each other. And Morris was like three o three o in his face with his hands like over and over and over like get out of my face dude we're up three nothing shut up I thought that was hilarious but that was hilarious if you haven't watched that video totally worth just oh it's Marcus Morris uh, totally worth just just looking that up and watching him go three o three o three o over and over in Joel Embiid's face as they're talking trash thought that was great but. Couple couple things. Number one, I think this whole thing with uh, Drew Bl- the rando Drew Bledsoe jersey was really funny, and so you had this deal with um, little bromance with uh, Rozier. Yeah, dude, with Rozier calling Eric Bledsoe Drew Bledsoe, and then it kind of morphs into this whole other thing. <laughs> it's like super <laughs> random, and I always appreciate that when there's something that get, gets a little bit of traction. Whether he did that by accident or on purpose, I don't know. Uh, but it it gained traction. The next thing you know, somebody was like, would it be great if Rozier showed up in a Drew Bledsoe jersey? And what does he do? Shows up in a damn Drew Bledsoe jersey. And what do you end up having? Drew Bledsoe with a, ter- and a signed 
you know, Rosier jersey. I thought it was great, dude. Have a little fun with it. Have a little fun with it. I thought that was really hey. cool. Um, I totally enjoyed that. Um, you know, they were having some fun. Drew, Drew was fired up, man. He was. He was. He was all kinds of fired up yesterday. He was. It was good to see. It's nice to see old Drew Bledsoe. And by the way, Eric Bledsoe, uh, when somebody drives the bus all over you and like, you know, handles you in a playoff game, let's not pretend you don't know who the hell they are. Yeah. Rozier's gotten off to a, a strong start to the series. No turnovers in 78 minutes. How personally do you take that matchup? Who? Terry Rozier. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, you do, because he handled your ass. <laughs> If like, you don't know who he is, you ain't been watching tape. I, you know, I like smack talk as much as anybody, but when you're when you're getting handled, you know who they are. You know who they are for real, flat out. You know. Sorry, bro. You, yeah. you, you don't get to go. Who is that? No, like, that dude just kicked your ass. No, it's done. But perhaps my favorite thing out of the playoffs, and God bless. I hope you guys saw this. This, this is probably my favorite set of sound bites um, out of the playoffs so far. And uh, did you guys see Barkley and Shaq going at each other? Yes. <laughs> oh my! Oh my! Oh, inside the or NBA on TNT, inside whatever the hell, man. I absolutely loved it. One of my favorite things from the NBA uh, postseason so far. So <laughs> Charles Barkley talking about this whole thing with uh, Raptors head coach uh, Dwayne Casey needing to repair his relationship with um, uh, DeRozan after you know, of course, the Raptors get their asses handed to them by LeBron James and Cavs yet again. And so they're just getting feisty, dude, but I, I love this. So I'm going to let this play out because I want both of your reactions to this. To repair his relationship with DeMar DeRozan. No, I don't. Uh, yes, he does. No, doesn't. Yeah, you have to because, uh, listen, that, that, listen, if your best player, you bench your best player. He, well, why was he benched? Uh, he, uh, well, he, that's not the point. It is the point. You don't disrespect your best player. Listen. If you don't have a great relationship with your best player, you're never going to win. That's not true. Uh, he did not. That's win. not true. He did not, well, you, you, in That's your opinion, true. no. Just because you say something, it's just. That's not true. Me, no, it's not true. Me and Pat Riley never saw eye to eye, and what happened to my man win. So it's not true what no, you're saying. Well, you it's had not true what you're saying. Not true. I'm just letting you know what you did. What the man on that team? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I was a role player. You're right, but you know what? That's my point. That's my point. I'm saying with your best player. You don't know what you're talking about when it comes to championship. I'm just telling you something. Stop waiting. Carry you to that championship. No matter how much you scream you loud, listen, that does not listen, make you right. Listen. You're wrong in the city. You can and I tell you ain't weak. Here it comes. Baby, stop no, babying no, these no, players. Not baby, no player. He don't play. Uh, no, he don't play. You got to sit his ass down. Period. Uh, he got to repair. He, he ain't got to repair that. nothing. He got to stop babying these players. You got, got baby. That's no, why you he, ain't win. He got to. I, I didn't have Dwayne. I didn't have so, Dwayne so, Wade and Kobe so Bryant carry me up and down the court. So why you don't hold the You because three finals MVP, Chuck. Because you Google me, Chuck. Google me, Chuck. Finals MVP, Chuck. Because you Google me, Chuck. Google me, Chuck. You see that? And Kobe Bryant carry me up and down the Court. So I can't believe you know, Chuck you dropped that. Kobe Bryant carried me up down the court. Dwayne Wade and Kobe Bryant carried me up and down the court. So why you don't hold the Because I got three finals MVP, Chuck. Because, because you Google me, Chuck. Google me, Chuck. You see that? Everybody knows you're a great player. You don't know what you're talking about when it comes, Chuck. No, that does not. You gotta step up Dude, ruthless, ruthless. Google me, Chuck. Dude. Dude, uh, let's. Uh, uh, Barkley, Barkley was a hell of a player, man. Barkley was a hell. Of, but let's not pretend he didn't. He didn't go to some places to try to bag a ring in his career. 
yeah. You know. Yeah, he um he yeah, he went to Houston mm-hmm. with uh Hakeem and Drexler to try and get mm-hmm. one and a uh, little John Stockton wouldn't let that happen. So you um, know. Now I kinda side with Shaq on that one, man. Like the the coach doesn't have to worry about repairing his relationship with the Rosen. You mm-hmm. gotta get the job done. You don't get the job done, son, you ass is gonna sit. Google me, Chuck. I'm sorry, but you know, this is NBA. It's a man's game. This is yeah. not uh, little league or recreational basketball or AAU or whatever where you cuddle the players. Like no, hell no. Like, sorry, dude. It's a man's game. Did we need? I'm a man. I'm forty. I'm man. <laughs> anyway, no, we'll do it live. Uh Mark. What you got, man? Old Big Diesel out there dropping the hammer on Barkley. <laughs> Shaq Diesel. It was very entertaining. I yeah. think you're getting pretty feisty. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if I'm really picking, I mean, beyond my you know, fandom, obviously, is, is you know, a Lakers fan, uh, would, would you know, pretty well always be with Shaq. But I, I also, you know, message-wise, kind of agree with him more, too. But, yeah, yeah they both had some points in there. Just, they're, they're, they're feisty. They both have big big personalities, as we all know. Yes. And uh, it, was, it was good, good entertainment. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It was funny. Yeah. No, I, I laughed. If nothing else, I just laughed about it. So we'll see what it turns into. Anyway, Mark, if you need to wrap up and go, it's totally cool. We're kind of in, like, wrap-up mode anyway. So, yeah. you know, if you want to hang out for a little bit longer, we can. I think I better call it a night, uh, get get rested up so I can return to my normal wooing, wooing ways yes. next weekend. Yeah. Next week. Yeah. You need to, you need to be strong for the uh, woo-off. Uh, I will leave you. I will leave you with this. I will leave you with this because this I thought was a funny story. And it was Eli uh, Manning talking about how terrible it is to play in Philadelphia. So there was an interview with uh, Steiner Sports, and he revealed <laughs> – Reveal how much you like playing in all the stadiums in the NFL, except Philadelphia, because of the young kids. It can be quite brutal. So I love this line. Quote, it takes a little while to get used to uh, in Philly because you're not used to seeing a nine-year-old cursing at you and talking about my mom. Once you get used to it, it's, it's fine. Of course, now he's 24 and training his four-year-old to curse at me. <laughs> and I laughed. I laughed. I thought it was so funny. And That's I will great. say um, it's a hoot. You know, uh, I've been to a couple stadiums. I have not been to a game in Philly. But if there's any stadium I hear people say, just don't do it, it's Philadelphia. Not that I didn't enjoy the run that the Eagles had this year. You know, that that, that was entertaining in its own right. But it is it's strange to me that people are like, don't, don't go there. <laughs> just don't. Bye. My my brother my brother went to one and he said he'd, he'd never do it again. I mean he just says it, it's just they're just they're just miserable awful people. I mean they, this is what it. I mean I you know I think that there's you know obviously going to be obnoxious fans at any stadium, but the only I mean I, th- I feel like there's two that repeatedly get talked about like that. Obviously mm-hmm. it would be Philly and Oakland, and I think that you know Oakland maybe there's just a little more like crazy. I, I don't know I don't know how you put it, but I mean LA. Um, yeah, well, but I mean, I, I just, I think that's, you know, I, I, there's something to it when I haven't heard a single person that was not an Eagles fan tell me, you know what, 
I went to a game in in Philly and I I enjoyed it. They were they were they were quite nice. <laughs> it was a good time. It just, it just doesn't that just doesn't happen. No, probably I mean, not. I, you know, smack, smack talk and 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 shit talking and having you know a good time being being a little feisty is one thing. But I mean the way he described it, yeah. I mean there's just you know grown adults you know just screaming and cursing and just being horrible in front of kids and you know fights just breaking out over the stupidest nonsensical thing and it's just it just sounds like chaos and i mean as much as these tickets have gotten to um a i would say i mean at this point honestly to truly appreciate a game and like really be able to take it in fully it's mm-hmm. just so much easier to do on tv it is i still I, it is. I, I still i still you know i still like to go to probably one to two games per season but if i'm gonna pay the price to go there parking food drink whatever i mean obviously that's not cheap i, I want to have an enjoyable time and and you know while you know i i, I fully admit I mean, i've been to fedex a few times and i'm usually wearing a giant's jersey and whoever's on my jersey i might get you know some playful taunts and and shit talk thrown my way but i've never felt like i was like being marginalized or that i was in any danger or that somebody's going to try to fight me i i i've never felt that yeah uh, the cl- closest, I'm sure I've told this and probably maybe told on the podcast before, but it was kind of funny one time, went to the game, and it was just awful weather, just in FedEx. It was just, it was uh, probably early December or so. I think it was like half snow, half sleet. It was maybe some freezing rain. I mean, it was just mm-hmm. miserable. And uh, But, you know, we get through the game, and I was actually with, with uh, our friend Baldwin and his family, and we all uh, pack in the car afterwards, and you know, I guess being in that, I hadn't really thought about it being out in the cold, and then packing a car and like trying to turn the heat up. I think my body just started getting really confused, and like I started really feeling like I was having a panic attack or something. I didn't know what was going on, but I felt awful. Like, oh I yeah, so I, I like, don't know. If you ever told the story in the podcast, but you've told the story. I do remember this. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. So I was like, can, can we, we were on the highway. I was like, can we pull over? I, I feel like I just I need to make sure I'm not gonna throw up. So you know, they pulled over quickly, and I'm over on the side of the road. Are off the, the the highway, and I'm just I'm on all fours, but I'm not vomiting, but I'm I feel like I'm dry heaving. I'm just I'm just like trying to get my, you know, get get my grounds again. And uh, I'm pretty sure I was probably wearing my Jacob jersey at that point. And uh, <laughs> sure enough, some some car comes driving by, and just. F you, Jacob. <laughs> it's like, man, near, I feel like I'm near death over here, and somebody's still. All right, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I, I get it. I, I get it. That's <laughs> what happens, man. Hey, Mark. Yes, sir. Just, just like then. I hope now that you're able to shake off this illness, man. Hey, Shannon's just determined. I can appreciate it. Determined. Dedication. He's dedicated. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, McGuffin. And one last oh. thing for you, just uh, because I think you would appreciate this, and I saw it. I've been sitting on this story for a while, and I didn't want to forget it. Of course, Justify, great name. You know, anything that that's close to Justin, yeah, pretty fantastic to me. But uh, anyway, Justify, uh, of course, wins the Kentucky Derby uh, as the favorite. But, 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 before Justify was a big name. Somebody actually threw down five hundred bucks when Justify was a three hundred to one long shot. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, one better made a future a futures bet on Justify the win at Kentucky Derby back in February after hearing a friend talk about the horse's progress. At wow. the time, Justify was a three hundred one three hundred two one long shot to win the Kentucky Derby, uh, having not raced as a two year old. So. 
Do you know five hundred dollars? Do you know what that person collected on five hundred bucks? Uh, that's a lot of money. How much? A hundred fifty thousand five hundred dollars. Damn. Drinks on that, man. <laughs> yeah. 500 to win 150K. No, drinks are on Matt Ryan still. Oh, yeah, that's Drinks right. are still on Matt Ryan. Drinks are still on Matt Ryan. But I just thought you would appreciate that that better damn. dropped that and got that right. That is, that is damn impressive. Yeah. That I mean, I, I, kudos. Yeah, that's, that's, I, I, as I've always said, you know, it's one of the things I've, I've genuinely have never, I've never once done any, any horse or track betting um because I it's, I it's just it's i don't think it's for me I'll, i'm sure i'll try it sometime yeah but uh that's uh that's that's just taking an impressive leap of faith that clearly I mean, anybody makes people who make those kind of bets uh same as like the people who were throwing down money on you know vegas before the season started just for, it, it's for fun i mean like if you lose that money you're, you're okay with it right but you know to, to, to hit something like that uh, again, the, the odds and something like that's uh, so obscene. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, that's pretty damn impressive. Yeah, kind of like I I um, I'd have to look up the number. Maybe you can look up real quick too. But uh, so somebody did the odds on this. This has nothing to do with sports, but we talked about it. The the guy who in a, the twenty something year old who in a three year period got bit by a snake, bit by a shark, and attacked by a bear. And attacked by a bear. Yeah, I saw. I saw so, a, somebody a somebody calculated the odds on that, and it was like one in some bajillion i mean just some obscene number and i, and I love it i saw the guy talking in the interview and he was just like yeah i'm still gonna do the same stuff <laughs> he was kind of entertaining he was an interesting guy he was just like you know what i'm i'm, I'm not gonna change my ways i, I love uh, i love nature and <laughs> look i mean at that point at that point he's undefeated against mother nature you know what i'm saying <laughs> i mean what's next like a lion yeah, yeah, he he, need, he needs a battle with a lion, clearly. But I mean, look, if you've survived a shark, a bear, and what a snake, you know, it's, it's true. It, I kind of, oh, I swear this is my last thing, but it reminds me of a uh, Justin. You probably saw this guy, I think, because uh, America's Got Talent guy, mm-hmm. the comic who uh, talked about the person who has the world record for like amount of time struck by lightning, which I think is seven. As oh a fantastic God. bit, but he just kind of talks about the progression and talks about like, you know, how that person's mindset must have to change like gradually after each time. And I think my favorite is like, like after four, he's probably thinking, I've got some kind of superpower. Clearly, I don't know how to use it, but <laughs> and, and some he's, other fantastic things. He's raving. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you really—it's an interesting thing to think about. Like, you really start to have, have to start to wonder, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why does this keep happening to me? Ah, oh, that's bananas. I can't imagine. Like, living through it once is one thing, but to be struck like four, five, six, seven times. Seven times. I mean, what's the life? Like, what are the odds? Uh, right, yeah, that, hit, that's hit shark, bear, too. snake yeah. guy. He clearly, you know, he needs that one dropped on him too. Y'all you know just made me think of a story I have to tell you real quick. Sure. So I grew up in a really, really small town in Kentucky. Uh, we're probably most famous for the creator from The Walking Dead from my hometown. Well, that and you had fantastic band camps. Don't forget that. Band camp, baby. It's all about band camp. But our newspaper came always came out once a week. It still does come out once a week. And on the cover, when I was in high school, was a guy who was taking a crap and got struck by lightning. Oh, my Lord. And thrown off the crapper. Come on. 
That was the front page. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> you know what? He'll he'll never let that go. No. Well, I I would think if you're taking a dump and you get hit by lightning, you're going streaking. The question is just what to what degree? You know what I'm saying? To what degree does that happen? Right? I mean, it has to be, doesn't it? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> My God, what was that? What was that football coach that was taking a dump? Oh, here, no, here it is. High school oh, superintendent. The superintendent. Yeah, yes. the, the high school superintendent arrested for pooping on rival school's football field in the daily. First of all, what kind of how dumb do you have to be? It's one thing to have randomly dropped a turd like one time and been like, "Ho ho ho!" I laughed. We laugh about this. What kind of an idiot do you have to be to go and like totally just take a dump? On a on a rival school's football field, and, and dude, just in general, but as a superintendent or the pooperintendent, how big of an idiot do you have to be? Like that mofo actually deserved to get hit by some damn lightning. But seriously, I'm just saying, dude. Like that guy made a hundred and forty-seven thousand dollars a year. Idiot, idiot. What the hell are you thinking, idiot. man? Like, just, that's just a dumbass. That's a 100% No, that's full a dump on. ass. That's a dump ass. <laughs> yes. Hey, yes. he liked to let Whatever it go your name field, is, I guess. I don't get know. Get ready for the big surprise. <laughs> you idiot! There you go. <laughs> anyway. All right, he, Mark. He, he was either let it go or let me poop. Oh, let no. He, he's all of the above. Yeah. He's all of the above. Thank you. He certainly couldn't, but I think it's far more appropriate. Let me poop, let me poop. Can't mm-hmm. hold it in anymore. <laughs> let me poop, let me poop. I should have closed the door. He should have. He should have gone inside the school and closed the damn door. Big <laughs> dumbass. This is stupid. <laughs> this, this is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so you know, when you said dumbass, you made me think of the dad from that '70s show. Oh yeah, <laughs> Red, Red Foreman. <laughs> it, also a classic. Also a classic. Who so, knew Al Bundy would have been the best father figure out of like so many <laughs> father figures? I mean, come on, that's all time, man. Him and Red Foreman, man. That, I like, do those two. Don't you like how on like random Facebook posts, somebody will be like. Just to remind you, you know, I forget what all the particulars are, but people like to drop like random things. They like to drop the A team. They like to drop Al Bundy scoring a touchdown in high school. And there's one other thing. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Well, never I know mind. the dad. D Stat just had to roll out for those who are listening. So, yeah. Good night, D Stat. Hope I, you feel better. I kept trying to say good night to him, and like we kept going to like other stories and stupidity. Yeah, he, um, he needed he needed to go. He wasn't yeah. feeling good. So no, it's it, it's all good. <laughs> but um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here it is. Don't let this distract you from the fact that in 1966, Al Bundy scored four touchdowns in a single game while playing for the Polk High School Panthers. You've never seen that? 
right, so pay no, a, I, pay attention on Facebook pages. That's one of the ones. There's an eight. There's an A team one. But the uh, the don't let this distract you from the fact that there's an Al Bundy one that pops up pretty consistently. Okay, and, and that one does uh, that one does make me laugh, man. Cool. Good times. All right, well, I guess let's start winding a couple of things down. Uh, obviously, they had uh, some fisticuffs and some bump. Well, okay, I say lo- loosely defined. Uh, they were certainly letting the players bang around a little bit at the end of that uh, Celtic 76ers deal. Game five, man. They were letting them go, dude. Like, flat out. The bang bang, yes. They, they were doing it. Okay. And I didn't mind it. However, they did kind of come out, and obviously there were some concessions. They were talking about some things. And fair or not, uh, Joel Embiid actually ended up liking like different tweets where people said he got fouled in his last shot in that game. In he that did. Ga- he did. In that game he five loss. A, he got hit across the arm. Yeah. I mean, it, th- there was some contact there. And if you're gonna if you're gonna let him go if you're gonna let him play and let him bang around and let it go then that's just the way that it happens sometimes the nba did come out i mean silver i mean look the nba did come out and they basically said that the refs missed two crucial calls or two calls at the end of that sixers loss i don't know if that ultimately changes the outcome or not maybe it does it certainly helps them uh maybe it doesn't but that's how games I, go sometimes, and quite I frankly, I would have loved to have seen a six game. Yeah, I hear series. you. I hear you, but because I, I think they could have absolutely. I mean, had MB got the foul there, he would have hit the two shots. You're tied up, and either Celtics either win it or you go to OT. Yeah, look, keep this in mind. Game five, 21 lead changes, by the way. The most in a game so far mm-hmm. this postseason. That's ridiculous. Fun, fun game. Last two minutes of that game, the 76ers had a lead, 107 to 103. Okay, over the last two minutes, the 76ers scored five points. They were two for five on shots, and uh, they had no free throws. They were one, from, one for two from the three-point land, right? The Celtics had 11 points. They were three of, three of four. Uh, field goals, five or six on free throws, and they didn't have any threes anyway. So, you know, the 76ers had their opportunities and didn't capitalize, and I think the youth of that team in various positions with how they went at it and what they did, I think what you saw was a young team that got outdone by a really, really well-coached team. Yeah. I think that's what you saw. And, and, you know, Embiid, that whole team, Philadelphia, I think the upside, their future is very nice. It's very bright. They've got cap room. We'll see what they do with it. Um, you got to like what their upside is, right? They they need another piece. They they need a a shooter. They need a, a, like a, a they got JJ Redick, but they need one more guy, like a really big time guy. And you know what? Once you're a little bit more established, maybe you get that call. And if, oh, yeah. and if you were at home, maybe you get that call. Oh, you're getting that call. Right. Keep in mind, Celtics, by the way, 7-0 at home this uh, postseason. And, and uh, our man, well, not your guy, but I see Mark pop back up. Our dude from Duke, Tatum, seven straight 20-point game in the postseason. What's up, dude? I told y'all that dude was the steal of the draft. I liked him. I mean. Him and Jalen Brown are scary. It's yeah. Very good. Yeah. I, I told y'all Jason Tatum was the steal of the draft. Because I couldn't believe he went that low when he did. I was like, teams are going to regret passing on him. Yeah, I mean, he's got to... Terry, Terry Rozier just, just blew up in this series, too. I yeah. Mean, they, 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 you know, when they when they, need, they, they they found some rather random lifelines and they needed it. And, you know, again, we, we are obviously, you know, highlighting how great Stevens is, but it's uh, pretty scary good. But 
Anyway, Scary I just Terry. Yeah. Give a proper goodbye and good nights and uh, good I luck and go that. Caps. There you go. All right, brother, go get some rest, man. Thanks for popping up and peacing out. Your goodbye was almost as good as Ben Simmons running off uh, the court and running off the court and giving his jersey to that kid, man. Did you see that, by the way? <laughs> I missed that. I thought that was nice, man. He was going off court and there was a 76ers fan in the stands, little kid, and he totally gave his jersey to that kid as he was walking That's off the court. Awesome. That's and that kid, gesture. that kid was so delighted and so happy. Here, I'll stick it in. Yeah, no, I'll stick it in the sports chat for you because I, I have it. I have it saved. It was cool to see, man. And you can criticize uh, the 76ers or criticize um, Simmons if you want, but that was good to see. Uh, I like that kind of stuff, man. And don't worry. They, they will be back in the mix again next year and the year after that and the year after that because they are scary good and super young. And yeah, yeah we'll, be, we'll be seeing plenty more of the Sixers. They seem like trust they're on the, the front the end of a. Yeah, trust the pride. They seem like they're on the front end of, a, front end of their window. So, and if they manage their cap okay and they stay healthy, a lot of upside, dude. Yep. Anyway. All right, folks. Good right, caps. Rest up, bro. Uh, have a good night. Appreciate it. Feel all, better, bro. All Thank caps. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> all right, man. Get some rest, bro. Peace out. Later. All right. He said his internet went out for a second, so. Yeah, it's okay. Proper, proper goodbye there. I'm glad he trusted the process and came back in. Yes. You know what I'm saying? By the way, do you think uh, Rodney Rodney Hood uh, when when they when they call his number, do you think he's going to go out and play next time? <laughs> Just saying. Side side note. Side note. Side note. L- little uh, butthurt alert there. Yeah, we bit. Do you want to call your shots for the NBA Finals? Just out of curiosity. Yeah. Um, well, I was, yeah, we will clearly he, revisit this, but just on the front end of it. Front end of it, you know, I just. I think the Warriors are at full strength at this point, so yeah. I'll take Golden State and Cleveland. I think Cleveland's going to have a much tougher series than what people are thinking because people are just like, oh, LeBron's just going to run right through Boston, and yeah. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think they're going to struggle a little bit. I think they'll get it in six, but they're going to earn it. It's not going to be as easy as it was against Toronto. Yeah. So, um, I think Cleveland in six, Golden State. I think that'll be six as well. Um, I, I Houston. I, j- I just don't think they they're really good. They're probably the second best team in the NBA. Well, they were the best team in the NBA this year, but I, I think with the Warriors at full health, I think they're the second best team in the NBA. Yeah. So I'll I'll, I'll say each series goes six. We get Cavs. Warriors Part Four. Stop this tournament! This is stupid. I know Randy can't wait. <laughs> All kidding aside. Yeah, I mean, look, the, the Cavs have the best player, and the Celtics have the best coach. So, I think it's going to go a little give and go there, but yeah. Who knows? And what might have been had Kyrie been healthy? My goodness gracious. I know. Well, Kyrie and uh, Hayward. Yeah. Ridiculous in retrospect. But let's let it shake out. I, I'm kind of open. I, I think it's it's interesting for a couple different reasons. I, it, again, I'm hard-pressed to not think that Rockets Warriors is like might be the creme de la creme of the, of the remaining series, including the finals, whatever that may turn into. But, Correct. you know, who knows? Maybe the Celtics surprise us and 
you know, maybe LeBron James and the Cavs have one one more gigantic old rise up in them. But I, I think anybody coming, at, you know, whoever deals with whether it's the Rockets or the Warriors, man, they're just, I just think they're going to have their hands full as hell. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's a, it's a it's not, and that obviously should not surprise anybody in yeah. any capacity. So, all right, dude. Well, I don't know. Anything else you want to, you know, kind of pop up, talk about, throw out? And this, this is, we actually did like a mini brew. I mean, we did like one segment, about an hour and a half, and we're just about done. That's a near. That's a near miracle. We oh my god, we haven't even had a salute o'clock. I'm actually out of beer. <laughs> Let me go get a beer. Let's do a salute o'clock. Yeah, I'm just okay. gonna, I'm just gonna pause it so I can get a beer. I'll be right hey, back. Save save it and then let's go from there. Yeah, here just, just to make sure we're good. That's right. Be right back. All right, that was a real quick sort of not really a break but kind of a break. Anyway, I guess we're we're trending towards and working towards wrap up, uh, wrap up a clock. <laughs> Which I know you're probably going. God, it's only an hour and a half, guys. Isn't this a little early? Well, that's okay. You know, that's all right. I mean, it's the NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs. We probably went a little light duty, and we didn't get uh, totally schlockered, snackered, slobber <laughs> drunk. We didn't get too stupid. We didn't know. get slobber knockered. We did. That was that's the word I was looking for that I could not remember. Thank you, Shannon. <laughs> Thank you. How do you fuck that up? Hey, at least I didn't. <laughs> I guess I guess I am a Mets fan at heart. <laughs> I'm just How kidding. I'm just do you kidding. Fuck that up. <laughs> Cuz I'm actually a Yankees fan. Um anyway. I am ne- I I'm telling you dude, I've never in my entire life heard of a major league team batting out of order. No. I Look, dude, I play church league softball and we don't bat out of order, so <laughs> I can't even tell you at the major league level, how you mess that up? I have no clue. It's it's amazing I, that I would imagine that's the only time we'll ever see that. Twitter was a riot. Oh, well, of course. Oh Are you my kidding? goodness! Like someone was like, "Here's the Mets lineup," and then like someone like retweeted it with the comment, "Can you please send that to the third baseline so they know what's going on?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just. Like- it's just fantastically bizarre and strange. I mean, yeah. At that, at some point, you just gotta own it and be like, "All right, nah, we screwed it up." Eh. Is 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 that the makings of a Southwest commercial? It might Wanna be. get away. <laughs> That's a good call. That's a good call. That should be. That should be. That or it, it has to be like the Snickers Chef's commercial. Wasn't that Snickers that did that? The chef, the the Kansas City chefs, and the dude painted. That's the, great, but who are the chefs? <laughs> yeah, yes. wasn't that Snickers though? That's great, but who are the yeah. chefs? Yeah, you forgot to. Uh, <laughs> old old dudes like get away from me. Yeah, oh sorry. Oh my goodness. Ugh. Any other uh, news notes, bits, baubles that you want to bring up? Give me a second here. I had a couple of them. Oh, um, what do you think about Whit going to Monday Night Football? I, I just hope it goes well. I hope it goes well. I'm curious about it. Uh, I think it's a pretty significant transition. We obviously talked about Whit in a bit uh, last week. Wish him well. I'm curious about the quality of his insight. You think about the people that you know have done that before, and, and it's more like a lot of coaches and a lot of quarterbacks. 
I mean, yeah. how many tight ends do you remember being, you know what I mean, like doing something like that? Uh, Tony G's about the only one, man. Yeah, so um, I'm curious what his insights are like. But I, I think he's a likable guy. I don't quite, I can't place what is, without looking it up, I don't, I don't even know what his voice is like or his accent is like. No clue. I can't remember it. So um, I hope it goes well. I, I hope it goes well. Um, I do like the guy. So, but a lot of that's really going to be up to him. But I, I think what I'm most curious about is just what kind of insight he brings from from being a tight end, from his position, from being a Cowboys player. You know what I mean? Like, what does he yeah. bring to the game, shaped by his career uh, and then his position? So, and hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's good. Side note: I do like the saltiness of both uh, Ben Roethlisberger uh, and Joe Flacco in welcoming. <laughs> Mason Rudolph and uh, Lamar Jackson to their squads. Did you see that story where Lamar Jackson was like, or basically said that Flacco hasn't responded to any text messages yet? <laughs> oh, man. I just kind of laughed. I missed that. Jesus. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. It's like, well, I mean, I'll, realistically, what do you expect? Yeah, here it is on Daily Snark. Joe Flacco still doesn't return Lamar Jackson's phone calls or text messages. How about that? Yeah. Take that for data. Take that for data. And then Big Ben. I mean, come on, dude. How many times have you talked about retirement over the past couple of years? What the hell do you think the Steelers are going to do? I mean, yeah, what'd you yeah. think? Like, I mean, they got to protect themselves. And no, you're going to sit here and no. get all butthurt over they took no. a third-round quarterback. If you're, if you're, if you're going to be all Farvian and keep talking about retirement, they have, they have to plan to replace you. That's your own fault. That's your own fault, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I like Ben. I don't have any grievances with him. I mean, I think he's a good quarterback. I'm curious if they can actually get over the Patriots hump at some point before, you know, he's <laughs> he's done. And, I mean, that's right around the corner. You know, kudos to Brady, obviously, for elongating his career. And it's still funny to me that Kurt Warner – did you see that story with Kurt Warner talking about how he, uh, you know, entertained the idea of, of playing again this year? Did you see that? Just, oh, wait, here. Yeah, here, here you go. It just, well, I tell you what, I was actually ready to, for this coming season, I actually talked to a coach, and my wife said, go for it, I think it would be great. So I actually talked to a coach about possibly doing it if they needed someone, but then they went out and signed somebody. I don't think they thought I was serious. and uh, So I think we're completely done now. But uh, <laughs> He's in the Hall of Fame. I think we're completely done now, dude. <laughs> I think you're done, too. Look, uh, what I would say is this. If he didn't come out of retirement in 2014 when the Cardinals were a playoff caliber team, then... No need to like, now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that. see, if he was going to come out of retirement, that's when he thought. That's when I thought it was going to happen. Honestly, see, that's when I thought it was going to happen. But pl- Plenty but, of guys would come out of retirement if they only had to play on Sunday. Oh, sure, it's just, sure. It's just all it, the off-season and during the week it's stuff. It's the rest of the kills. week. The off season and, and then getting, you know, getting plowed on uh, during game day. Uh, hey, real quick before we forget, we have to rock a little salute salute o'clock. Um, so this fine evening, I've enjoyed several beers along the way, and I'm just having a coke, just a straight up coke. By the way, I ran out of. I have no Jack Daniels. I have no Captain Morgan. I have no Sailor Jerry. I got nothing. No liquor. So I'm just drinking a straight up coke. But that's probably why the podcast is like only one segment in an hour and a half. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I am totally enjoying a, a, a few tasty three-notched beers. So I had the G4 IPA, the 40-mile IPA, 
And I think the one that's in my bug now is the ghost. Nice. Mm-hmm. Very tasty. Somewhere, somehow, I'm, ima- I'm imagining that um, Whitfield, A, I think Thanos killed him, number one. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if any of us got taken out by Thanos, like, for sure, it was Whitfield. Not Randy. Randy lived. Um, I was batting 500, but I think Whitfield for real got taken out. <laughs> uh, he's drinking milk somewhere. Shannon, what you got, bro? I'm rocking the Devil's Backbone Trail Angel Weiss. Nice. Nice. I saw some... Uh, we always keep our eyes open for houses. I mean, we love where we live. It's not a matter of that, but we're in a, uh, a school district that's not real great once you get past elementary school. So, you know, <laughs> it's just the reality of the situation. So I was looking at this one house today, and they had their freezer, and it had Get Boned on it. <laughs> it had the Devil's Backbone <laughs> sticker on it. And I laughed. I was like, I know that beer. <laughs> there you go. And I just kind of laughed. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Where was that? Uh, that was a, that was a house in Henrico. Henrico. That was a house in Henrico. So, um, anywho, <laughs> side notes, but yeah, big bed, uh, quote, I was surprised when they took a quarterback because I thought that maybe in the third round, you know, you can get some really good football players that can help this team. Now, nothing against Mason. I think he's a great football player. I don't know him personally, but I'm sure he's a great kid. I just don't know how backing up or being a third string, you know, well, who knows where he's going to fall in a depth chart, but how does that help us win now? And again, dude, stop talking about freaking retirement, you ding dong. You don't do that. <laughs> guess what? They probably don't draft him. So, you know, as Arnold, as Arnold, you know what? Honestly? Yes. You said it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Ben Roethlisberger. You idiot. Stop being such a pussy. There you go. That's what we needed. Stop talking Anger. about retirement. Shut up. <laughs> Zip your face, dude. Zip yo face yeah i think sam jackson just called back and had another the same comment oh. from earlier so yeah probably you want sam jackson again here you go shut the fuck up fat man this there ain't you. none of your goddamn business there you go <laughs> so i did like um tj uh tj mcconnell who uh had, had some lively uh lively hoops action for the 76ers um he was actually on with dan patrick and i thought this was a great segment i laughed and laughed and laughed so if you missed it this is actually T.J. McConnell talking about Ben Roethlisberger. So, Steeler fan as well? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> have you met Ben? Have you met the Steelers? Um, I, I met uh, Roethlisberger a while ago when I was little, but it wasn't too good of an interaction. Why? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Um, you know, I respect him as a player, but he wasn't exactly the nicest guy. But, I mean, uh, he, you know, he was being bombarded by people, so I understand. Did you ask for an autograph? Yeah, I was in, like, sixth grade. We were at a, uh, <laughs> at like, a, a, a hoop for a cure thing at my high school. And, you know, he was getting bombarded left and right, so... I mean, I completely understand it was them coming off there for his first Super Bowl. I, I mean, I like the setup. He's as an adult, you go, I, I get it, I get it, I get it. I understand he's bombarded, blah 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 blah. But as a sixth grader, you don't understand that stuff. So anyway, I just like the direction this goes. 
Did you cry? <laughs> no. Uh, but to be honest, I stopped rooting for the Steelers for a little <laughs> bit after that. Wait, did you become an Eagles fan? No, no, I didn't. Um, I was I was a little petty and rude for some teams in our division, and then uh, wow. you know, I've, I've I've reverted back to the Steeler fan. Wait, did you root for the Ravens? Mm-hmm. No, I was a no? Cincinnati Bengals fan for a little bit. Uh, that's when, <laughs> that's when you're just a glutton for punishment. Why would you even? Why would you ever root for the Bengals? That would have been I way have better. No idea. McConnell, and look, if you're gonna do that, root for the Ravens. That's really the way to go. Seriously. Yeah, if you're gonna do that, I mean, God bless. Anyway, you know what? That's really all I got. I mean, the Matt Patricia thing. Let's let that play out. Um, I don't know what that's really going to mean yet. They got a lot of traction I, the past couple of I, days. There's but, a lot of stuff going on that yeah. we don't know about. So yeah. there's really there's, nothing we can comment about. No, I mean it, it, there's too much that's unknown. Um, as allegations, I, I think that you got to let that kind of play out uh, before you pass judgment on yeah, it. Yeah, if the lady um, comes back out and talks about it, then fine. Then otherwise, I, I, th- I think yeah. I mean, I, like I'm, I'm not gonna. I don't want to pass judgment on somebody with parcel information that way. Um, and quite frankly, I think that's how we should operate in general, uh, unless there's something that's abundantly clear. Um, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> the other thing that is, is pretty fantastic, uh, other than, you know, not Big Ben being a douche uh, to uh, Mason Rudolph, uh, but I love all the reactions to And I really didn't think it was as bad as people made it out to be, but that whole thing with uh, Tom Brady's suit, which really was not quite as fly as D-Stats, but that's okay, uh, and Giselle. Uh, but uh, I like the the media, the social media blowback on that. I actually thought it was pretty funny. Everything from calling them to like some random Vegas uh, magician, uh, just all these goofy things, are, they were pretty fantastic. Uh, so a few of them that I liked, one of my favorites in particular, and this is really for you, Shannon, and you have seen the picture of, of this suit, right? With the yeah. turtleneck-looking thing and, like, the gold, like, you know, whatever accents, whatever pieces on there. I like how uh, one person was like, Tom Brady dressed like Ted DiBiase. <laughs> 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 I laughed at that one. I laughed at that one. Um, there's no way Tom Brady isn't secretly a James Bond supervillain. thought that was pretty good. dollar man. Yeah. Tom Brady <laughs> is the villain in a Latin James Bond musical. Pretty good. Uh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady looks like the accountant for a mariachi band. Thought that. Oh thought, thought that one was great. Uh, wow. Yeah. I mean, it's just just good stuff, dude. Tom Brady dressed as a dragon slayer to the Met Gala or a Chinese New Year calendar. <laughs> Man, just fantastic. Anyway. Well, I tell you what, man. Let's wrap up and get the hell out of here. This will be the earliest sports brew we've done in forever. So, that's okay. Why not? Dang. You know. I mean, look. D-Stat's gone. Randy's gone. Matt's been gone. I don't know what the hell's going on with that dude. <laughs> you know. Todd doesn't want to be bull. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, we love you, dude. Hey, we he's love got you. a lot of hair, so I, I can understand. No, it's just because you're tall. It's just, it's just that, that's tall. all, man. That's it. Hey, you know what? We, and, we love you, Todd. And I dreamed a dream that next year when there's a beer event that you remember to invite us earlier than the day before. Yes. <laughs> Please. I'm just, I'm just Gotta messing. Gotta give us a little bit more notice, bro. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, man. 
Tell, tell your beer rep to give you more notice so we can look, get more look, notice. Look, look, All kidding aside, if you're in a short pump area and you want you want to go taste, uh, do do some beer tastes, man, go see our man Todd at the short pump. Kroger. Short pump Kroger, buddy. Great guy, funny dude. You'll know which one he is because you'll hear the night court music. I'm just kidding. He's, he's, he's really tall. He's really tall. But he's a great Six, guy. Re- really funny. Knows a ton about beer. You want to go talk about beer? There you go. Um, and you can impress him with any kind of rando knowledge about the Redskins. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> anyway, all right. I think it's time. On that note, let's get the hell out of here, dude. We had our salute clock. I'm good. Good on football. Good on hockey. Good on basketball. Let's roll. Uh, we are the Sports Brew. I am the captain. Been joining tonight. Of course, we had D-Stat in earlier. Had to get the hell out. And I got my man, Shannon McGuffin, the old Twitter Terminator, hanging out over there. Uh, as always, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, LiveSportsCaster.com. I'm sure I'm forgetting something. Podbean is, is where we host our uh, main feed. Uh, the keywords are sports and brew. You, <laughs> we know you like both. Or Lord knows you would not be listening to our dumb asses. So, <laughs> but, mm. That was tasty. Look, man, until the next time, friends, enjoy the playoffs, uh, both NBA and and, and, uh, NHL. And, you know, be on the lookout for stupid stories. They're there. Enjoy them live, baby. Do it live. That's right. Enjoy them live. And don't look, look, don't poop on high school football fields, you ass bags. Don't do that. Terrible idea. Terrible. Terrible. I guarantee you. I guarantee you that guy. That's actually probably also true for most fans that saw Avengers Infinity War. <laughs> probably. I've seen it twice, man. It's, it's good. I know. I kind of want to see it again. Time. I kind of want to see it again. Oh, oh. Don't feel so good. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, we're the Sports Brew. We'll catch you on the flip side. Until next time, peace out, y'all. Enjoy. Late. As we as we like to say, good night now. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>